Are you kidding me? Jose Urquidy? Wow, what a performance by him. Jose Abreu and Jeremy Pena's defense. The Astros did the first step in making it to the postseason, winning game one with JV on the mound tomorrow. Let's talk about this great win on tonight's Locked on Astros. Hello and welcome to Locked on Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked on Houston Astros, and we have put you joints for a daily Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Strohs. Find the show at Locked on Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can I find you at? Well, they can find me at HTM Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Positive, I love doing two shows in one night after a win. Always Strohs. Positive, I was in bed, and Brett's like, Let's do a show. I'm like, okay, let me put my computer back together. But guys, you know why we do this? Because of you guys. Uh, you guys reached out to us and said, we would like to hear what y'all have to say about this. And this is a big moment for Astros fans. So we're like, sure, let's go and do this. Let's go and do this. This was a Jose or Kitty stepped up big. And this was awesome. And just like y'all subscribing to our show, making us your first listen every day and go ahead and um, become an everydayer by listening to our podcast on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check out the Locked on Astros podcast and go and subscribe, please. And I'm excited. Uh, we're that much closer to not only uh, securing the postseason, but there is a chance that the Astros could still get to the AL West. I mean, it's still very unlikely, but there's still a chance that the Astros could do it. I don't know how unlikely it is, Eric, with the way the Rangers have absolutely forgotten how to play baseball and win a baseball game or even finish a baseball game. I honestly think that if we go out there, we win tomorrow, we secure our playoff spot, and then, heck, why not put Valdez on the mound to win the third game to sweep the, you know, the Diamondbacks and take control of the AL West? You know, I know we've talked about it. I had Mike Stanton on the show, and he even said the sixth seed is really the most likely, um, is the most favorable for with the way the Astros have played this year with playing Minnesota than possibly Texas. But if Texas can't even get it done, and win the division, you would be the you would be that two seed, and you would play the winner yeah. of the Minnesota and whether if if that was the Rangers, that really wouldn't be a bad deal. I don't think. Think about it, Eric. I know, and you know, and our listeners know because they're smart. What kind of team we've been at home? It, it has not been a very good showing. But I really would like to believe that this team in the playoffs with their bullpen set with a week off that they would be able to go charging into the postseason and they would be able to go in refreshed, renewed and with a new sense of life. So I don't think winning the AL West is a terrible thing. If they get the sixth seed, I'm also not going to be mad. Yes, so I, I know that everybody was expecting J.P. France on the mound today, but Jose Arquiti was told this morning, or I guess yesterday morning now, he was like, 
by the way, Jose or Kitty, uh, make sure you go ahead and uh, get ready to start today's game. And I know Dusty Baker was probably thinking, oh, last time he threw this many pitches, he gave us three innings. It was a great three innings, but maybe we can get three to four innings out of this guy. The dude went out there and threw six innings, and Dusty Baker was about to pull him. And Dusty Baker, after the game, said, I went out there and I was going to pull him, but I looked deep in his eyes and I said, this guy still got the fire. And so I'm going to leave him in there. And he left him in there. And to Jose Arquiti's credit, he had his best game of the season, six innings, only two hits are allowed, three walks, two strikeouts. This was the Jose Arquiti that we're used to seeing. Somebody that's going to pitch deep into the game and this is a guy that may have just earned a start or two, hopefully three, in the postseason. Yeah, you know, and I think such a time as this, because we know the struggles Hunter Brown has had, I still think Hunter Brown would be a good option coming out of the bullpen because he does have electric stuff. He's a young arm. He's a fiery guy. He has that moxie that you want on the mound. He has that confidence. Right. But I just don't know where his arm is physically, fatigue-wise. And I'm sure if we were to sit him down and ask him, he wouldn't. He would say, like, I'm ready to go, right? That's just the kind of person he is. But Jose Arquiti was not a part of this playoff roster, was not even a part of the playoff run last year, really. He was non-existent on this team. And I think it would bode well for Arquiti and this team to have him there making a difference getting wins and being that pitcher that we saw him be in 2019. Right. His first postseason game, he gets a win in the world series on the road. Might have you. I mean, so I just, I really like what I saw out of Rikiti and we were talking about it before the game. He's either going to pitch really well, or he's going to give up a lot of tanks or he's because when he's not hitting his spots at first, he had a little bit of control issues. We were like, he's he, we, he's going to overcompensate and maybe throw over the zone too much, and he wasn't. He was missing bats. He was getting them to pop up. But what a phenomenal game. And for him to stay out there, and, and you mentioned that, I think that's key too. The player of the game is probably Jose Arquiti. The play of the game may actually be Dusty Baker keeping him in. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because he trusted his guy, and that's massive. And so – but, you know, I'll get to who my player of the game is and my play of the game and three, the three moments I think were the key moments in this game. But Jose Arquiti, man, tip our hat to him. What a freaking ballsy going out on the mound and just doing his thing and keeping a team that's fast, that runs a lot, and that can hit off the board. All right, so there are several different possibilities from this point on. If the Astros went out and the Rangers and the Mariners split, the Astros will still uh, be ahead of the Mariners. And then you would have the Astros and the Rangers tied for first place with the AL West. The meaning uh, the Astros do have a tiebreaker over the Rangers, so they would win the AL West. So that's the situation. Now, somebody mentioned in the chat, well, what if the Astros went out and the Mariners went out. Well, in that situation, the Astros still, um, no, the Mariners would have technically 
if everybody finish, if the Astros and the Mariners finish with the same record, the Mariners do have the tiebreaker. So that is the sticking point there. Well, they had the tiebreaker, but they would they would still get in the playoffs. They wouldn't miss the playoffs because the Rangers right. would be out in that situation. Well, yeah, but, but we're talking about the AL West, so yeah. Okay. So because the Mariners right now are at eighty six and seventy three, we are now at eighty eight and seventy two. Um. So after tonight, if they win. Of 87 wins and their last two, that would put them at 89 wins, right? If the Astros win the next two games, Eric, if we sweep, mm -hmm. we have 90 wins and we don't have a tie with the Mariners. But if we win tomorrow and lose Sunday and then the Mariners win out, then the Mariners would have, would be tied with us. So, right. um, there's all kinds of scenarios. We, um, our friend Chris was hanging out with us tonight. Um, several of y'all came out to the, we had about 10 or 15 people show up that watch the lockdown Astros podcast. And a lot of people we met for the first time. It was wonderful meeting you guys. Thank y'all for showing out, um, showing up. Um, Jason and his wife were there. They were at our first live event at Hooters. And she reminded me, she, she won one of the facing Nolan posters that, um, we gave away that day that was given mm -hmm. to us by the, the, uh, the producers of facing Nolan. Um, and Hey, before I left there, the manager said, Hey, come playoff time. Let's talk about doing this again. Come playoff time. So we may be out there again here in the next couple of weeks. I really hope the Astros have a deep playoff run in them because Eric, right now they're in the midst of still a great dynasty, a great era of Astros baseball. And it's not over yet. It's not over yet. Yes. Uh, so the Astros, the playoff odds have kind of fluctuated a little bit for them because of the fact that they've been losing a little bit recently. But if you're looking now, uh, they have their 73.2% chance of clinching wild card. There are 89.8% chance of reaching the playoffs. They're 16.6% chance of winning the division, which has gone up a little bit. And the Mariners currently sit at 6.5% chance of winning division, 11.2% chance of clinching wild card, and 17.7% chance of making the playoffs. So overall, the Astros still are in the driver's position here. So what they need to do is just take care of business. And uh, a great place to take care of business is where we were taking care of business earlier today, which is Hooters. Hooters makes you happy. Uh, great beer, great uh, wings. I know you and I were having smoked wings earlier, but tell us a little bit about Hooters. Yeah, Hooters is a great place to hang out and grab your friends, go drink some brews, and just whatever specials they have. I mean, Monday through Friday, they got specials. Monday through Friday, they have happy hour from 2 to 7 and then 10 p.m. to close. They also have $3 Blue Moon drafts. They also have 999 Michelob Ultra Pitchers, and so much more. So why are you waiting? What are you waiting for? You need to go to Hooters today because with the guys that like the Astros hang out to watch Astros games, we do it at your local, local Hooters, the world-famous Hooters girls. The food is superb, and you, you can basically go anywhere in the city, and you have one. Galveston, Pearland, Katy, Humble, Pasadena, NASA, Seabrook, Pasadena, 
Sugarland. I mean, they're all over the place. Go check them out today and tell them the guys from Locked On Astros sent you. <clears throat> and guys, if you can't catch the action by watching it in Arizona and you can't watch it on TV, go ahead and download the SiriusXM app. Uh, it's at SXM and catch all the play-by-play action. This is a very big matchup. I know we said that about Friday one. This was big. What Jose Abreu did for the Astros and what the whole pitching staff did was great. Uh, but the Astros will be playing the Diamondbacks again. Uh, what time is it tomorrow? Is it 7? 7, 10, 7, 10 p.m. Central Standard okay. Time on Saturday. And just download the SXM app and search Astros and you get all the play-by-play action. So, yeah, uh, this was a great game. Hector Neris returned to action after the somewhat controversial situation last time. Uh, Astros fans saw it as a way to motivate the team and maybe it'll motivate the team towards a World Series. Of course, um, people outside of Houston saw it the way that I was afraid people would see it as another reason to hate the Houston Astros. But I think also people don't want the Astros in playoffs because they know what this team is capable of. And if just given a chance, this team is going to do stuff in the playoffs. So I think that um, just having JP France, he was supposed to start today. We don't know exactly the family emergency, but we know that um, his wife came on and said, everything's okay. We just had a family emergency last night, so everything should be okay. But for him to actually come on and do what he did, um, Jose Arquiti to come in and do what he did was great. And that's what you need. And if he can do this from here on out, I'm, I'm glad keeping him in rotation. You need somebody. I think that Hunter Brown, he may be the future for the Astros. But at this point, if Jose or Kitty can do what he did, give him a shot. Yeah. Um, Jose or Kitty definitely deserves to be in the mix when they're making their playoff roster. I mean, because he he has proven himself in the playoffs. Um, he's the winningest international pitcher um, in World Series history. No international pitcher has more World Series wins than he does. He's 3-0. and I know that's not a ton of wins, but not a lot of people go to the World Series. So the fact that he has three wins in the World Series is top notch. Um, so sorry about that. Um, tonight, when you when when you look at the, I mean, dude, they only put up one run tonight. This Diamondbacks team had a guy on third. They had guys running scoring position. Um, they were 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. The Astros were only 1 for 8, but hey, we're not going to pay attention to that because they won, right? Six innings. He only had two strikeouts. He did have three walks, but he only gave up two hits, right. and he limited the damage. Then you had Matan come in for an inning, got a strikeout. Nerys came in, gave up a hit, a walk, no strikeouts. Then Presley came in, gave up a hit that, good Lord, I thought was a home run. Thought it was <laughs> thought they were going to tie the game. And I think everybody hold, held their breath a little bit. Chaz McCormick jumped a little prematurely. I think he had he take, taken two steps and then jumped, I think he would have caught it because he was coming down as the ball was going right over his glove. I can't imagine having to make that catch. So I'm not criticizing him like, well, you know, if I was out there, I would have done this. Chaz is a great center fielder. Chaz should be the starting center fielder 
every single game. But we know the situation tomorrow. And, you know, Diaz wasn't out there um, originally. Um, he, he was supposedly with France, but then he wasn't. And so, um, you know, Maldonado was in there, called a great game for Urquidy. And I want to talk to y'all about one of our sponsors tonight. And it is a sponsor that we call Ibotta. You know, it's football season, which means pizza, wings, maybe some buffalo, chicken dip, whatever you prefer at your tailgate. Go all out and get cash back on every purchase. How does free Thanksgiving sound? Okay. Um, we'll talk about that later. The weather is getting cooler, and that means it's time to stock up your closet with winter clothes. That's right. I know it's still 91 degrees, but it's not 118 degrees. So go out and get that sweater and use Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods so that you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. So um, you can link your loyalty account to it, upload your receipt, and you'll get cash back. Ibotta average users get, on average, get about $100 back per year. So download the Ibotta app now. Use the code lock. Use the code MLB to start earning real cash back. Just go to the App Store or Google Play and download the free Ibotta app, and use the code MLB. That's Ibotta. I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use the code MLB and check them out. So Eric, three key things that I think happened in this game. Okay. Okay. And we've and we've we've talked about it. Jose Arquiti. Jose Arquiti's start obviously earns him player of the game for me. The key moment offensively was Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu, I mean, um, MLB, uh, one of the metric Twitter handles, or I'm sorry, X handles, um, talked about how that ball would have been a home run in 30 out of 30 ballparks. <laughs> what was funny was like everybody was calling it a home run, and I think it's stupid. I think if it hits the yellow line, it should be a home run. But that's that's right. just me. But that hit and getting the Astros on the board was huge because they only scored those two runs. You don't have that. You're going into extra innings, or the Diamondbacks are walking it off in the ninth inning because they scored that one run, right? The third key to this game, and he's been criticized for his bat and lack of power a lot, and his lack of bat through most of the season is Jeremy Pena. Jeremy Pena still continues to flash the leather, and he is a very good shortstop, and he made more than one play tonight that were key outs to end innings, to stop runs, to keep the zeros going across the scoreboard for the Diamondbacks. So Pena, Urquidy, and Abreu, those are my three key guys, three key moments that I think if those things didn't happen, the Astros are looking at a loss tonight. Yeah, and uh, like Abreu, like you said, that was big. And he's been coming up a little bit more clutch recently, and he's been playing great defense. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Pena, like I know you mentioned it, he had that great play, and I believe it was the ninth inning. But uh, we are not glossing over the fact that Jose Altuve had that error in the ninth inning that led to um, 
Ryan Presley had to get four outs instead of three outs, but the Astros won. The Astros won. Yeah, they scored another run, but the Astros won, and we're not going to like glo- like just go after Presley. In this, well, or no, no, not Presley, but Altuve in this situation. Well, are we – are we talking about where the ground ball was out of the reach of his glove? Are we talking about that? Well, I don't know if okay. it was an error, but so I don't I don't think it was an error. Oh well the Astros have an error. Maybe maybe that was no, the it was error. his error. Okay, okay. So but go back and watch that replay again. Go watch go watch the condensed version of the MLB game they have on YouTube. That's actually a really fun way to watch baseball. Right. Um you can watch like 12 minutes. But that ball kept telling it like he reached, he reached for that ball. He didn't, he didn't misplay it. Okay. Like it's different to me if, if a player steps are wrong, because there's, there's a certain position for your feet. If you have a right-handed or left-handed glove, there's a certain way that you approach a ground ball. There's a certain lead foot, back foot, all that stuff. Right. He didn't misplay the ball. He literally went after the ball and reached and guys i don't know if you know this he's five six he's not six foot four like carlos correa if he was six foot four he makes that catch right i mean i'm not saying that's an excuse but i'm saying that's why he didn't catch that ball he extended because i watched the replay carefully he extended and when he reached out this is what i think he the way his expression was i wonder if he was thinking maybe i should have let pena get it because had he not touched that ball, if Pena would have been able to field that ball cleanly, maybe then you have a play, right? right. But Jose Altuve reached. That's his instinct. That ball came to the right side of the second base. That's the second baseman's ball, no matter where you're playing. So, yeah, look, he made an error. It happens. But that wasn't like the error the other night where he threw a softball over Alex Bregman's head. Or taking off to steal when you have no business stealing. I mean, tonight he stole a base. He didn't get called out. <laughs> he had a good jump. It was a good run. And, and so, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, we can criticize the mistakes all we want to, but that to me is not an error that I'm going to harp on because he didn't make the error because he was out of position. He made the error because he just did not have enough length on that glove. If he had an outfielder's glove, he probably makes that play every time. Yeah. Well, the Astros um, have a magic number one to get into the playoffs. And tomorrow it's going to be Merrill Kelly versus Justin Verlander. The Diamondbacks have already clinched the playoffs. Uh, The Cubs did lose today, so they went ahead and clinched. So technically they have nothing to really play for. So um, they may not start their main guys tomorrow. I don't know what they're going to do. But uh, the Diamondbacks, they owe it to the integrity of the baseball uh, for the Mariners, for the Rangers to put out their best lineup. So I don't think you're going to see a bunch of um, replacement players, so to speak, uh, going back to 2004. Well, hold on, hold on. Eric went to replacement <laughs> players. What are you talking about? These guys are in a dogfight. The Arizona Diamondbacks are pissed that they lost. They had their guy on the mound, Zach Gallen. But right. tomorrow night's not going to be any easier. I mean, they're not they're not throwing out chump change out on the mound. And look, the Diamondbacks are a good team. The Diamondbacks are in a very tough West Division, National League West Division. 
And so at the end of the day, you have to go out there. I think you've you've got to put up more than two runs tomorrow night, though. I don't I don't I don't know that you keep winning these things two to one. Um tomorrow night it is Merrill Kelly. Um yeah, that's or, yeah. Merrill Kelly, dude, twelve and seven. Um he's he's no, you know, 182 strikeouts. I mean, he's up there. Um and but but you know what? We got our guy, twelve and eight, Justin Verlander. Uh, have you heard of him? You know, first no. battle hall of famer. Yeah, never heard of this guy. Won a few. He's won an MVP. He's won. He's won rookie of the year. He's he's, he's got what three no hitters. Got a couple of Cy, Cy Youngs. three Cy Youngs yeah. that I know of. Um, I mean, but um, a lot of people are talking about the Diamondbacks uniforms. Did you actually see that um, they have snakeskin belts as well? That's actually. Yeah, that's actually kind of cool. No, you you know, of all the City Connect jerseys, I I really think like that's a jersey that I could that I would like legitimately not be afraid to like don. Of course, I'm not going to wear it now, obviously, but I mean, it's it's a really cool looking jersey. Uh, Of course, I was kind of making fun of. I was like, is that a tree snake or is that a is that a viper? Is that a what is that? What kind of snake is that? Oh, there's a rattle. It just it just doesn't look like a rattlesnake. It looks more like a serpent. They say serpentines, right? But um, in that stadium, I don't know, Eric, if you've been there. Um, great stadium. Yeah. Um, love that place. Uh, I love to watch baseball there. Um, long time ago, saw the Cardinals play the play the Diamondbacks. Woody Williams, Houston product, was there, and got to meet guys like Albert Pujols, Chris Carpenter, Jim Edmonds. After the game, I met Woody Williams. I, I was friends with one of his buddies he grew up with, and. So that was a neat experience, but that's a great ballpark out there. Um, and Arizona still hasn't clinched. Arizona's got to win two games. So if they don't win tomorrow and the Astros win, Arizona's done. They are out of it, I believe, um, is, I is what they I did clinch. Arizona has not clinched. No, no. Okay. I thought no, they Arizona. clinched uh, because the Cubs lost today. Um, my bad. Well, if the cut okay, so maybe they need one win. Maybe they need one win now because I okay. guess the Cubs lose tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get bogged down. We'll we'll let we'll let the lock on Diamondbacks guys. <laughs> we'll let we'll let him figure that out. Yeah, there's wanna, so many different. Uh, yeah, I don't want to waste our time on that. The Blue Jays um, did win today, so uh, the Astros are technically one game behind them. So there's a chance you can. Uh, catch up to them, but um, it, at this point, the Astros just got to win. It doesn't matter who you're trying to catch up to, who you're trying to prevent. You just got to win, and you got to do what you did today. Just score some runs, pitch some good baseball, and just do what you got to do. And um, I do want to hi Jackie, how are you doing? Um, hope you're hey, having Jackie. a good night. So thanks for thanks for watching us. Thanks for watching yes. the show. Appreciate you. You're here pretty much every night, I believe. Yes. Uh, so um, I do want, I know we talked about it with uh, Randy McEnvoy earlier, but I do want to kind of talk a little bit about uh, uh, Dana Brown's comments about the lineup. Okay. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think this is kind of normal. I think you, you don't always see GMs and managers kind of uh, see eye to eye in terms of who should start and who should not. But for a, a GM to actually come out and say that, that's just kind of a odd thing to say. Uh, that's that's kind of 
a telling statement as to whether Dusty Baker will be back next year. I think Dana Brown is not cemented in Houston. I know Dusty Baker has um, some success with the Astros, but I think that there's some people in probably Astros front office that uh, patience may be wearing thin with him. So we'll see what happens. But what are you saying? Uh, just, what are you saying? Are you saying Dusty Baker's not permanent in Houston? Right. Well, yeah, he has a one-year contract. Well, that is, I know, but a one-year contract is the is the definition of you're not permanent in baseball. Well, yeah, I know. So, That's a fact. Like we, we like you back. We, we like you, you back, Dusty. Yeah. But we want the right to say adios or we, see you later yeah. whenever we want to. That's a we brought you back because you want a title. We want to give you a second title. That's right. what that is. It's a one-year contract. But look, Eric, for me, I don't know. Like, I saw the initial tweets or the X's or whatever they're called now. I saw the initial reaction on social media. I was like, oh, my gosh, what did Dana right. Brown do? So I'm listening to these to this 12-minute interview by by um, Sean, Sean Salisbury, who – does a phenomenal job with Dan and I, um, I, um, added him on my, on my tweet about his interview. Um, cause I think he does a phenomenal, like he does a good job of acting, of, of asking tough questions, even when he knows Dana's not going to answer him straight up. He still asks him. Um, and I think Dana respects him for that, but I was, dude, I was like, I was honed in on this interview driving over to Hooters for our podcast and I was waiting for this salacious, controversial, over-the-top, like, just dismantling of Dusty Baker as a manager. And, you know, I want to see this, and you don't do that. And, Eric, I just didn't see it. I didn't hear it. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I think everybody's – the people that hate Dusty hate him. The people that love Dusty love him. And then you got your people that are kind of like, man, I don't care. And there's nothing you or I could say to convince anybody of anything. People have their mind made up. And the right. bottom line is this. We know for a fact that Dusty has not always put out the most powerful lineup. But we also know that he somehow navigated this team. And late in the postseason last year, he had a master class. Today and the game before, he has managed his tail end off and he's done great. So this is yeah. what you need. Whether Dusty's here next year or not, which I don't think he is. You need Dusty making good decisions, and you need to be in Dusty's corner. So maybe instead of criticizing it, criticizing him, maybe support the guy. I'm not saying you have to love him, but I'm saying he's our manager. And look, the Astros team is our ride or die. We hope that we are your podcast go-to-wise, and we are your ride or die. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us late. It was great. I didn't mean to rhyme, but it's the time. Let's go to another show because tomorrow Justin Berlander is gonna go baby let's roll he's Eric Heisman I'm H Town Wheelhouse and we are the Locked on Astros podcast you love the new graphics anyways y'all have a good one Ghost Rose man you cut me off bro this isn't the Oscars <laughs>